The Brandon Peters Show may contain explicit language and detailed plot points. For more information on the show, stay tuned to the end of the episode. Now it's time we close the week with a song. And to do so, rejoining me from earlier in the week from the Milky Way Blues. And you can hear him on Out Now with Aaron and Abe once a month and on here. It's Yancey Burns. What's up? What's up? All right. So you might think uh, there's a lead single from the Cars from their fifth album, Heartbeat City from 1984. Also featured the singles Magic Drive Hello again. Why can't I have you in Heartbeat City? But it also had a non-single chart called It's Not the Night. And the song from the album Stranger Eyes was used in the trailer for Top Gun, though it did not make the cut on the soundtrack. Heartbeat Heartbeat City sold over 4 million copies and you might think reached the top 10 on the Billboard Hot 100. Yancey, are you a fan of the Cars? I am a huge fan of the Cars. I love the Cars so deeply in my heart. They may be my favorite new wave pop act. If we're not counting Talking Heads as pop, which they're not really, I think the Cars. Like I like the Cars more than Blondie, and I love See, Blondie. We, we touched this last time, but I like the Talking Heads. You could throw them with pop, but like I always consider that like the Talking Heads didn't make pop music. Pop music just like like they just were themselves, yeah. and that became pop. You yeah. know, that's what some of the best do that's definitely um was as uh you might think what are your top songs from them or where does that fall it's i love it it's hard to explain what you might think means to me um you said 1984 i was 11 years old when this song and this video was in heavy rotation on the radio would have been kiss fm in los angeles and an incredibly heavy rotation as a video on MTV. These are back in the days where, well, we didn't have VCR yet, I don't think. So it really was, boy, I hope they show that video again this this mm-hmm. hour. I really want to see the Cars video again. I always, I think I like, you might think, probably more than most Cars fan. I think most Cars fans may think that last album went a little too poppy. Okay. Um, but I love, you might think, every time I hear it. I don't like the version that they did for Cars 3 or whatever it is, where it's a cover version. Oh. Why? Why would you need to cover this song? You think kids wouldn't want to hear this? It's a great, it's a beautiful recording, great song, and a video that was at least in 1984 treated like Manna from Heaven, like the most amazing, cinematic, mind blowing. I'm sure it won all the MTV Movie Awards. This it video did. Um, yeah. I was gonna say, yeah, this actually, this music video is historic because it is the first ever video to win the VMA for Video of the Year. First the, one. Mm-hmm, first one. Uh, I was nominated also for Best Special Effects, Best Art Direction, Best Concept Video, and Most Experimental Video. And then it also won five awards at the uh, Billboard 1984 Video Music Awards. So Billboard had one too. Um, yeah. But it, it was the first Best 
video winner for the Video Music Awards at MTV. Um, and it's hard to watch this. I'm sure it's hard for people who would watch this video cold now and be like, that one? What was so special? I'm like, this thing had computer graphics in it. And that was not a thing with music. We are, what, like two bare, like a little over two years into MTV here when this comes out? Two or three years into MTV. And most of the videos, my dad was so crazy about MTV when they started. I got a window on MTV before probably other kids my age. So I saw Mm -hmm. a lot of MTV from like 1981 on as a very little kid. And I can tell you most of the music videos they would show on rotation in the early days were either really long concert clips, mm-hmm. like there was a Springsteen one, Rosalita Come Out Tonight, which is, of course, a great song, but there was like a 20 minute version of that that they would run, and all the, you know, and people, if you didn't like Springsteen, you were stuck for 20 minutes of that. Or there were like these videos where it was like four guys in a gray sound stage, and they're just kind of shooting them from a bunch of different ways. Right. So any video that showed any creativity at all, you can see how like Sledgehammer would be the winner, the Peter Gabriel Sledgehammer mm-hmm. a few years later, because it's also. I mean, you might think may not actually have that many interesting or clever ideas, but at least it's trying to be entertaining moment by moment. It's not just writing on the the, the, the irresistible quality of the single, you know, it's yeah, it, for the time is an incredibly creative video. Yeah, it's just a lot of like, like I, as a Doctor Who fan, I would call it CSO type shots where they, you know, take video and mesh it with a computerized backgrounds and things like that and um so it does look like the video portion of like humans kind of looks public broadcast ish but that's what shooting on video would look like but nowadays you would call that a stylistic choice (laughs) rather than looking right a little less quality than film um but it's got it, it goes a lot of places it has a lot of influences there's like a king kong reference in there the big hand coming in and grabbing through the window. Um, it's very playful with its sets. It's almost, you know, here we are in 1984, and then six years later, we have Roger Rabbit, which you and I are right. gigantic fans of, which would be like the best version of what this would be. And that's hand-drawn stuff, though, as opposed to uh, computer graphics, which computer graphics at the time weren't even, like, um, was it like Wrath of Khan had done the first computer graphics in um. of yeah, and Tron, and Tron, and Wrath of Khan in '82, because Wrath and Wrath of Khan's was just a computer, like visual screen monitor showing something uh, there. But this is like just this is going for it. This is like we don't care if it looks cheap or what. But the the cartoony, I think the the coloring choices of these things to keep them not realistic helps it definitely look good. Right, he's uh, basically badgering her and pestering her. Yeah, <laughs> which is whole video trying. To, I think, Probably if you showed this to young, very young people today. It's not cute one to of them, no. Would be God. <laughs> who is that guy? Why is that guy in, on, in the, why is he going after this pretty girl? Rico Kasich, who looks like a sort of vertically stretched Roy Orbison. But yeah. at this time, he's married to her, about to marry Pauline Poroskova, who's the biggest model in the world. And she, she and Rico Kasich were married for 30 years because they're both like Czechoslovakian probably. But he... Mm-hmm. He was the strangest, cool pop star guy you ever saw. You know, he passed away a few years ago. I, my heart just broke. I love the Cars had those great five albums in, in the 70s and 80s, and then they broke up, whatever. Came back and did another album seven or eight years ago called Move Like This. It was one of the best, like, we haven't done a record in 25 years, but we've done exactly the same records ever. 
It was so amazing. Um, I loved it. But um, Kasich died not, not too long after that. But yeah, no, this is probably one of the 10 most at the most lionized in its time MTV videos. Uh, right. You know. Because the waterfalls of its time. Like that, that video would not of, that would not stop playing. Of, uh, yeah. This tentacles, right? The, the waterfalls. Waterfall, yeah. yeah. They turned into water and yeah. 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 Um I think if Peter Parrish were here, he would say, and he's probably right, that at some point somebody ought to put together it would be, the rights issue would be horrible, but like a, a real compendium of the best videos from that time because they don't really I don't know if they have much worth on their own and watching them on YouTube is one thing, but I'd love to get like, it's an art form that is not, you know, I mean, it, it's not, uh, they used to put a bunch of money in it to market things. And it really, I, I think at the end of the day, didn't push the needle. It pushed ratings for a TV station that a record company wasn't making any money off of. But, um, a lot of the success of like your TRL songs and stuff didn't really translate to album sales all the time. Like you could get a number one on a TRL, but still not platinum. And of course the classic story of, of MTV is that it, unfortunately it made, made image became the most important thing in music. You had to mm-hmm. dance, good looking, so less and less people who were uniquely talented, like Rick Ocasek from Boston and his band, would have made it and, and do make it. And I think MTV, almost like Star Wars, through no fault of its own, ended up being this bottleneck. Mm-hmm. But you had to make if you weren't look good looking, you had to make really badass videos to make up for it. Like that's pretty you had much. To dance. You had to dance if you couldn't do what Madonna did better than anyone, and she was the greatest. I love mm-hmm. Madonna or Prince. If you couldn't, if you couldn't be that image heavy and also be great you just have to be image heavy and greatness was, was, was gone by the side of it. So the people who managed to have careers and then become popular MTV bands too. That's an amazing, that's almost like the artists that went from silent movies to sound movies and and kept their careers going. Right. True. This video was directed by is a company and a person like a company called Charlex was one of the, that they were a title designer. They did the Saturday night live uh, opening titles for the 84, 85 season. Uh, and a little show I used to watch as a kid called Mr. Wizard, which taught me how to ruin my record collection once and pissed off my parents because uh, Mr. Wizard, he showed how you could play a record with a pencil and a this, and it'd be like... And they're like, what are you doing? Luckily, it wasn't any like music, really. It was all golden books on vinyl, little vinyls. Um, but uh, they did... Uh, they did probably most of the art direction on it, but uh, Jeff Stein does the video, probably the human direction. Uh, this is the second video I've done of his. Uh, we did during one of my like f- third or fourth one of these. I did uh, Huey Lewis in the news uh, doing it all for my baby. Uh, he directed that one. He did uh, videos for Heart, Quiet Riot, Debbie Harry, Tom Petty, the Heartbreakers, Holland Oates. He did the Rebel Yell video for Billy Idol. Cinderella, Wilson Phillips, he did Cherry Pie for Warrant, he did The Outfield, he produced, and this is funny, he has all these music videos, and then he produced um, 117 episodes and wrote 35 of Mr. Belvedere. Wow. (laughs) And then he he produced, right, and then he produced the movie Mr. Mom. Like, that's his, that was like, it's random. He like directs all these music videos. He's like, you know, I'm Mr. Belvedere. I think I'm gonna settle down now. Like that's what I'm gonna. 
And this thematically do... kind of Mr. Belvedere and Mr. Mom are not that similar, but they're sort of in the same. There's line. a there's a through line. You can see that you can see the th- something he's into. Like he yeah. guy doing house stuff. That's funny, right? It's like, yeah, take yeah. care of yeah. yeah. That's what he's doing. Um the budget here was triple uh the average music video, which is obvious, and it was eighty thousand dollars. That's triple the budget. They would spend in the millions in the nineties on these things. But yeah, there's some fear stuff here with the uh, movie theater monsters, Dennis office. Uh, there's the, I like the part where he, she's under the covers and he drives over her and flattens her. Yeah. yeah. Crashes through the headboard. But um, no, this is a, this is a, a great song. Like it's catchy. If you're like, if you're like, what is, you might think once you hear the instrumental, you'll it's the instrumental is just as catchy as the chorus and everything. Uh, with it, um, you've heard this song before. I swear, I swear, it's played Definitely somewhere. One of, these, one of these songs that, for better or for worse, is forever married to the imagery in the video. At least for me, mm-hmm. like you can't. It, of all their videos and songs, this is the one that's the most linked to the video. I think. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, this is a seminal. This is one of the like. If you got to make a list of the videos of the '80s, this is arguing yeah. in the t- into the top ten, one hundred percent. Like it's it's that big. And I forgot like just how big it was. Like I was like, oh, I should do cars. I got we should do the cars. I didn't know you were a huge cars fan. Cars. Spoilers. Um, and I was like, yeah, I should do, yeah, let's do the cars. And I was like, oh yeah, this video was gigantic. I forgot about like I, for some reason the importance. You know, time goes by. And they're like, oh yeah, that was a like. There's a lot of these songs, videos, and stuff that I'm like, oh yeah, this was a phenomenon back then. I forgot living through yeah. something like that. But yeah. Yeah, it's crazy. But uh, yeah, that's Cars. Uh, go check out, you know, listen to the album. It's good stuff. Um, go listen to the Cars. Uh, watch the video. Definitely, it's it's it's. A, if you don't have a smile on your face when you get done watching it, you're not human. All right. So Cars first album. Cars first album from '78, just called the Cars. Mm-hmm. It's a great. Album. And you and once you you look it up, you'll see that album cover. Be like, oh, that's the car. Okay, yeah, because that is yeah. one of the iconic album covers. Yeah. all time that album is a what they kids call a banger all top to bottom this one actually too this uh city is great too yeah. yeah it's top to bottom like well, much of their stuff i mean when you only make five albums they're all going to be probably be pretty great so yeah yeah um so uh that'll do it for today yancey uh thanks for stopping in this week hanging on the show uh appreciate it um once again before we before we head the weekend let people know where they can keep up with you Oh, you can check me out. Uh, I'm on Facebook, Yancey Burns, Twitter, Yancey Jack. I do have a blog called the Milky Way Blues. There's stuff there if you should be so inclined, but it needs to be updated with new stuff. One of these days it's coming. I'm also more often than not on the commentary tracks with uh, Brandon and Aaron over on Out Now with Aaron and Abe. So that's uh, if you follow those guys and then this show, you'll you'll know where I'm at. All right. Awesome. And I'm on Twitter and Instagram at Brandon4KUHC. Written work at WeissOfBlue.com. There's more from the Brandon Peters Show all new next week. Uh, but until then, stay film positive. Thank you for listening. The Brandon Peters Show is a Creative Zombie Studios production. Produced by Brad Shoemaker and Brandon Peters. Written and edited by Brandon Peters. Announcer vocals by Jessica Olsman. Theme song by Metavari. Web design and show art by Brad Shoemaker with Brandon Peters. All music and clips featured in the episode are property of their respective studios and no infringement is intended. 
Additional information on this and other episodes at brandonpetershow.com. For any inquiries, press opportunities, or sponsorship, contact mail at brandonpetershow.com. The show is available on Apple Music, Spotify, or anywhere podcasts are found.